0: want to thank everyone for tuning in to an all new issue of Geek in the City Radio and thank you for continuing to share the show with your friends and you know co-workers wherever you happen to know enjoys podcasts Um, while you're sharing it if you can give us a five star review on iTunes, Google Play Spotify uh, Podbean where our show originates from anywhere that you can give us a five star rating would be appreciated it helps us climb up the metrics and be able to bring more content to you and if you've always wondered, hey, what do they look like while recording the show? Well, for almost a year now, we have been streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash city. You can interact with uh, fellow listeners. You can interact with us. You know what? We just have a great time every week hanging out and being, you know, just the nerds that we are. We all have a lot of fun. We would love you to join us. Twitch.com forward slash city. As always, the podcast will always be free, and let's get it started right now.
1: Ah! ah. There's our faces.
0: Fuck! Oh, Show me your yeah. face! Hello, everyone, and welcome to issue 681 of Geek in the City Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Aaron Duran. I'm one of your other hosts with a non-functional camera,
2: the
1: Tilt it down. It's the wrong camera. Oh. Of- Is that what... And I'm your other other host, Cable Hashitani. Howdy, Cable.
0: Hi. Hi, everybody. Hi, Dr. Nick.
1: <laughs> Hi, Dr. Nick. <laughs> no, I said that in his voice. I was supposed to be the other <laughs> Hello, children. Yeah, it's all good.
2: Anyway, here we
3: are. <laughs>
0: what? Is, oh. Hey, we're trying to get... And where's here?
2: Where... We are live in the Guardian Games studio. That's yeah, right.
0: And if you want to chat with us, we actually well never mind. The restream's only for us. So for the three of us, the restream chat is down. So if you're able to watch the show via Twitch, that's where you can respond.
2: Oh,
0: okay. We were having technical difficulties.
2: Uh things are weird today.
0: Yes, they are. I,
2: like, for example, lemon. I I know for a fact that I fact can't set the right camera when I logged in. And now and now this is not the
0: right camera. Oh, I'm sorry.
2: I'll live. I'm just. Cause I know it because I, if if I did it wrong, I did it wrong. That's on me. But if I did it right and it's still not right, then
0: that's on Shame it. on shame on you. Mm-hmm. Me. Not, not the you, Computer. No no. Yeah. I was
2: I was just doing
0: a. I don't know. The, the fool me uh, once can't fool me again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it was? I never,
0: Yeah, because remember he's like he's like fool me once. Shame on, sh- shame shame on you. Fool me twice. Can't can't fool me. can't be fooled again. Yeah, that's, that was his speech. Uh,
2: and and the sad part is that I, I, I miss those days.
0: I was just saying, like, the halcyon days of the end of the 20th century. Uh, no, start of the 21st. Start of the yes.
1: 21st century.
2: I also learned that um, when uh, George W. Uh, this came up recently, that when he took office was the last time, we did not have a deficit.
0: Uh, that is correct, because... A Republican president has never uh, operated without a deficit. Mm-hmm. They and almost every recession or depression is under a Republican president. Uh, I do believe Clinton and Obama both had a balanced budget. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, no, that was the thing: is Clinton had balanced yeah. a balanced budget. There might have even been a surplus. Um, and when Obama came in after Bush,
0: um, he had to pay for the war.
2: Yeah. Yeah, there were too many bills so he never got out of that deficits and so that's why there has not been uh that, that's why there has been a continuous deficit I, since
0: no i think trump inherited a balanced budget i could it doesn't matter that, This I is
2: mean, not that show this is this is not um uh, the, the kind of show that we are no i'm not going to pursue this anymore.
1: it is occasionally the show that we.
2: yeah <laughs> I, I, I don't have those numbers prepared. Uh, I, was listening and that's to
1: I was unprepared. to a
2: news podcast about the deficit, and that's what I heard, so...
0: Yeah. Sorry, I'm, if you guys see me twitching a lot on the stream, it's because I'm very sore. <laughs> so as of Monday, I basically re- just just restarted how I used to exercise before the pandemic. Okay. Forgetting that it takes your body, like, a month or so to get used to it again. Mm-hmm. So I do real intense weights, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then I do a fast walk with some jogging intervals on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And my body's like, we hate you. How dare you? We haven't recovered from Monday. And now, you son of a bitch, you're going to jog? Yep.
2: I did a weight lift yesterday um, with my special new shoes. And it was, uh, I feel bruised here. Yeah. Yeah. Here. It's just, yeah, it was hard. It was. I feel like I didn't do much, but I definitely feel like I did a lot in my body.
0: Mm-hmm. In my right. brain,
2: I didn't do much. In my body, uh, that was a hard workout.
0: Well, I mean, that's how it's going to go for all of us if we get to order. The brain's going to be fine. The body's going to be like, nah, son.
2: My brain is that's also not That's not necessarily true. So uh, I'm, just, I'm just like, fucked inside and out.
0: Yeah, like sometimes the brain goes too. <laughs> I guess that's true. My brain and I are doing okay, considering the shit it put me through a few months ago.
1: That, that's fair.
0: Although that's actually technically the body firing a salvo at the brain. So again, piece of shit body. How dare you? Number
2: one cause of death.
0: Bodies. Body.
1: <laughs> yeah, this is <laughs> very true. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: but since happen. I've already tortured both of you, I do have that new playlist mix now that that is my workout mix. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I have already done... Two foolish things, both of which I can blame on Rocky. So uh, the it has a lot of snippets from Rocky IV because Rocky IV has the most number of montages than any major motion picture. It's like a 98-minute movie, and I think someone clocked it out that it has 30 three minutes of montage
2: so there's really only like 50 ish minutes of actual yeah storytelling. the rest is like
0: they different training or rocky suffering montages <laughs> that's
1: a lot of montage that's right i, I
2: actually do want to rephrase that. that the way i said that implies that a montage cannot be narrative and that's
0: not true it's kind of their whole, the point. whole point yeah, yeah to show you the passage of time. <laughs> montage
2: uh, so, i guess i don't know what the right Words are that I want, for, you know, saying that a montage is not, yeah. You know, when it's when it's a montage, it's not
0: this other type of story. It, it comes in, like the song says, it comes in handy if we show the progression and passage of time, mm-hmm. but it doesn't really like forward the story. Other than I need to get character from point A to point B. Normally this takes years, but we're gonna shoot a montage. Um, but need a Montague? But there's a, <laughs> that's right. But there's a part in in Rocky IV. This one montage where, like, it always shows, like, Drago, like, in the evil Soviet gym, like, pumping iron and getting injected with drugs while Rocky's just jogging in the Siberian wilderness and using nature as his gym. But there's a part where he's, like, climbing the mountain as the music reaches his crescendo and the movie he yells, Drago! I might have accidentally done that as I was jogging up a moderate, like, one block, 20-degree hill, 10-degree great hill Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. kind of getting the moment I got to the that's going up and when I got to the top right with the music kit I just yelled Drago (laughs) because I'm a dork
2: I I really hope that like there's at least one person in your neighborhood who just like lives to watch you do this ridiculous ass shit on your morning
0: uh I don't know I think I'm just I think I just like mildly amused but probably annoy those neighbors when I do that like years ago, when I picked up the Zombies Run uh, app, which I loved, like I was jogging around Tabor and uh, Iron Maiden's um, The Trooper came on. Mm-hmm. And I had inadvertently found myself jogging, just getting into it. And the line you'll take your, <laughs> was it? You take my life, but you take his too. That one. Mm-hmm. Caught myself singing it as I ax- as I literally like jogged right through like a morning sunrise yoga session of a bunch of like soccer moms. Me <laughs> screaming about running your musket through you. <laughs>
2: that
0: I for sure. Uh also I've been caught singing Storm Larges Eight Miles Wide at the top of my lungs while jogging around table. And you get funny looks when you're rounding the reservoir and you're just going, Vagina, vagina, vagina. <laughs> Hey, it's a good song to go to. Oh, poor Norm. I always have to like, uh, allow Norm's comments because the, the bot's always like, he said something mean, like he wrote douche nozzle. (laughs) Um, so yeah, that, that was a long way to say that I'm hurting myself, but it's, it's for the greater good. good Yeah, it is. But the other injury also came from Rocky because I was just doing a fast walk. But then the actual like rocky theme came on and i'm like i can't help it like it just makes me want to start jogging and like shadow boxing as i run which <laughs> is what happened
1: now i have Winona, or, no, uh, fiona apples shadow boxing going
0: through my head nice not at all like even close to each other they're very different
2: very
1: styles. very different yeah
2: Although I would argue that it's never a bad
1: time for Fiona Apple. I, you know, that's true. I have a photo that I will share with you both later that. Oh! Where I got called out by my Spotify algorithm and I'm like, rude. True. about like constant Fiona
2: Appling?
1: The fact that my musical taste is that of a uh, lesbian going to college in the 90s.
2: I listen to Fiona Apple all the time.
1: I, I'll i show you the photo. Let's <laughs> say my. my... I mean, it, it's that. It's the Liz Fair. It's the Anita Franco. Uh, okay. <laughs> nope, nope. Nope. Yeah.
0: There, we go.
2: there yeah. it is.
0: Yeah. My Spotify or title also tells me, like, are you sure you're not an angsty, sexually unsure 16 year old girl in high school? I'm like, shut up. Yep. Shut your whore mouth. Yep. Some of those songs slap proving that he is not an angsty 16-year-old girl when he says some of those songs slap.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you Aww. really showed
0: Spotify. Uh-huh. That's right. Oh, God. Now my brain's jumping around. That's right. There's this dude on TikTok that does these really great impersonations, and he deep fakes the character, the actor's on his face to do mm-hmm. it. So like Gandalf watching Lord of the Rings. Oh,
1: yeah. I've seen the guy. Uh-huh.
0: But what I just saw, though, is Ewan McGregor and Liam Neeson watching yep. the season three Mandalorian.
1: Yep.
0: And they in the trailer. Lost and foundling. Quai- Master qui they're stealing your... Your welding door opening technique, steaming, thieving bastards. But the best is at the very end of the music plays, and you both start, and he's like, ah, oh, no, this is a tune to be found. <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I love it either. ones we've got Baby Elrond and Gandalf's always having to, like, when they're watching Rings of Power, mm-hmm. like, all right. It's, um what's the actor's name? Oh, uh, for, you
2: know, Mr. For, Smith.
0: Yeah hugo weaving hugo weaving so it's hugo weaving's face put over a baby like in a bouncy swing complaining <laughs> about rings of power as he's watching it and gandalf's like come on now don't make me put you in a corner <laughs>
3: <You're>
0: wrong. yeah
1: <laughs> I, I think you're a little big for a
0: timeout. yes
1: <laughs> they're pretty great i love them what are we talking about today we are returning to the viewing of Avatar, oh, The like Last been... Airbender. What
2: are you doing? Like? Fanfaring.
1: This is fanfaring?
2: Well, I didn't want to like make a bunch of noise over you talking. Okay.
1: Um,
2: and so I panicked, and, and, and thus the arm flailing.
0: <laughs> uh, okay. Also, I have a book out tomorrow. This
1: week.
2: Yes, yes. Uh, people oh. in the chat were asking if you were going to pump your book. Yeah. Like, yeah. You, you mean
1: the the armchair show producers? Yes. <laughs> what? Uh,
2: yeah. Uh, please check into last week's. Week. We did a whole thing.
1: Oh.
0: But yes, also, still. See you on the brew up. It's actually out in some places. Um, okay.
2: well, I saw a release date today. Plus, it's Tuesday and it's a comic.
0: You know what? The, the release dates have gotten weird with comics now. Mm-hmm. They get delivered on Tuesdays, and I guess now some places. Can, it's it's all weird now. I mean, it, whatever.
1: Apparently, if you were Portland's biggest bookstore, you can just throw shit out. Willing really whatever you want.
0: Yeah, it landed on Sunday. Yeah, uh,
1: I'm not going to name any names.
0: No, but but it is know. the world's biggest used bookstore. It is.
1: I mean.
2: If if you can union bust and still have like top popularity in this town, there you go. Uh, you, clearly, you can do whatever the fuck you want.
0: Yeah. Or you're oh, you're either them or your Voodoo Donuts or Burgerville.
2: I I'll go back to that bookstore before I go to
3: Voodoo
0: Donuts. Oh yeah, they were never good to begin with. Yeah. I say as my constitutionally protected opinion. Because mm-hmm. I think they only deal in cash. They'll totally whack you. There's no paper trail with those sons of bitches. <laughs> At least that's what I was told by employees. Like, literally, there's, like, garbage bags of cash that the owners come by and pick up.
2: Uh, Yeah, that's not shady at all. No,
1: not at all. i met one of those guys.
2: He is weird. It's the nicest thing I can say
1: about him. Oh, you're talking about Trey. Cable don't give
0: a fuck.
2: Okay, yeah, he's weird and sleazy.
1: If anyone who's lived in Portland for any amount of time knows this, like... There are five-year residents. People who have their five-year residency in Portland, that's one of the first things they know. That's one of the first bullet points.
2: I just got an idea that uh, maybe someone's already thought of this before, but I'm really tickled by it. Is uh, that people should get coins. Portland Challenge coins? Here's your one-year coin. Uh, no, I guess it's that's more like like a that's like a- AA an thing, NA kind of thing. Yeah. I think about it, but yeah, like you one year coin. Yeah, challenge a five year coin. You get
0: challenge coins. Like yeah. one is for like I survived North Portland gentrification. Yep. Uh, I was not is, priced out of my house.
1: Made of wood. Yeah. <laughs> your year one <laughs> coin is actually just made of wood. Yeah.
2: Uh, I I'm coming up on nine years, so it means like I'm a year and some change away from a ten year. What's that one gonna be? A ten year coin.
0: Hmm. What's a good Portland 10-year challenge coin? Mm-hmm. Let's see. I mean, I'm
2: waiting to see if uh, anyone in the chat throws anything out
1: there. It could be. Uh... It's a
0: resin. You think it's resin? I was, for it's... some reason, I was going aluminum. It.
1: it it's a resin um, Dante's coaster. <gasps> <laughs> Oh, gross. Uh, yeah. huh. Fire cow. How dare
0: dried kombucha skin. No. Absolutely not. I don't even like, even though I know it tastes good, I don't even like ordering something it calls it tofu skin. I'm like, can you not do that? I'd rather you. That's
1: not what it's called. It has a name. What, tofu skin? Yes. What it
2: really What's called? it
1: really called then? Um. I, I figured it's yeah. just,
0: I assume it's just basically like a rind of tofu that's let to dry a certain way or something. I don't know.
2: You're talking if you're, about well, the if you, the like, pan uh, pan sear some tuna. It d- like it gets a different texture on the outside, and you could probably slough that off.
1: You're talking. <laughs>
0: that's a good one, Norm. It's catalytic converter with token for two space rooms punch tickets.
1: Oh, ow! Yeah, Yuba. that's
0: that's a little Is it
2: Yuba? Yeah. Okay. So it's just it's just sheets. Yep. In, instead of blocks. Yep. Okay, so it's so it's sheets of tofu.
0: Yeah, it's well, not... how do they call it tofu skins? I've heard of soy curls. I'm guessing do that's you, the same thing. Do you want the real answer? No, I know it. Soy
2: curls, I, I think they're slightly different. But, yeah, they, they come out in little, like, blobs.
0: Yep. Yeah, soy curls make more sense to me. I get it. If you were to thin it, slice it thin and then fry it, it's going to, what?
2: I don't know. Maybe, maybe Tofu Fire Cow, I'm going to have to
0: ban you for a little while. You're so getting gross. <laughs> and then there's Norm with the fucking headshot. Tofu Taint is the name of my all accordion John Mayer cover band. No thanks. That's what's on your 10 year challenge coin for Portland. No
2: thanks.
1: <laughs> I don't know I what like goes the, on it. Like Five years is, qu- so. uh, is a quarter world quarter. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Five years quarter world quarter. Uh,.
2: I don't know. I, I like aluminum because it's yeah. recycling.
1: Yeah. So it's an aluminum coaster from Dante's or Space Room. Something, something like that. that. Yeah. Oh, that's true.
0: One of the ones that still stick around. I, yeah.
2: don't, I don't need a coin from the Space Room. I have two. Three,
0: two three. That's true. You roll pretty. You have two.
2: No, one of them. Uh,
0: oh, did one die? Well,
2: I do still have both tops, but one of them um got some. Work. So they used to be on my back. Having, yeah, I remember. Um, and we put, we put tarps over them when the weather was... Wet mm-hmm. and that was ineffectual. Mm. So, uh, there's a uh, there's a little mycelial
0: network in there. Oh man!
2: Between the
0: the. There's no the and there's and no. The
2: plexiglass. And,
0: uh, there's no Pedro Pascal to save you either. There's not. Nope, you're gonna die.
2: You're
3: gonna die.
0: That's the preacher from Poltergeist too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. I thought you were doing The Last of Us thing no i the haven't started game. watching it i know i won't I watch either. it i'll watch it when they all drop i'll do it in one like emotionally gutting sitting
1: i i'm excited because i've never played the video game so it's this so will good. Just be a fun thing to watch it's so good um what's a 25 year coin um no that's that's an acrylic coin that has a rose garden rose in it nice oh that's
0: cool yeah that's your 25 Oh, you know what a 20-year one is? No, not 20. 21-year one is? <laughs> What's that? It is, it, it's going to be more like a donut than a coin mm-hmm. because it is a quarter-inch or however thick a challenge coin, six of an inch, eighth of an inch? They're never a quarter. Inch. We That's big.
1: It, we, We're making it, it up. Way. It's fine. Whatever.
0: Okay. That is a quarter-inch slice of a stripper pole.
3: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
2: I thought that's what you were going to do uh, where you were going with the acrylic thing. Like
1: From a pleaser? Yeah, there no. definitely
2: does need to be something stripping related. Oh yeah. Um, Cause it's a tenant of, of the Portland culture. That's um, true. I think that's pretty good. We've got a pretty yep. good baseline. Somebody write that down and uh, we'll get started.
1: 50 years, something with ourselves. Yeah. Something. Hey.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah no. uh, did we pick a 10 year one?
3: Yeah, 10-year was the the aluminum tester.
0: You know what your two- or three-year one is? Because I think when you first lube here, you really get it out of your system. Um, You get all excited for being, like, the beer capital of, like, the country. Oh, yeah. So it's, like, a compressed and, like, resin just hops. Mm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
3: I like it.
0: But then, like, your, like, four-year is a replica of the Pabst Blue Ribbon ribbon because you then stop having fancy beers and you go back to the PBR.
2: Oh, at some point, um, you should get one that has the Old Town logo on it. The oh, Town yeah. Portland yep, I get that. Yeah.
0: Look, all kinds of options. Just, just Year seven. With
1: ideas.
0: God, man, Harmer's on a cart. He, he woke up on the dirtiest side of the bed today.
1: With Flattened I, panties. I don't know what's going on with him. but
0: Yeah. God, oh, God damn it. I got to close this page. I I, I hate AI art down to my soul, but someone used AI to make a Zoomender version of William Riker, and it is fucking funny.
2: Alright,
0: let's look at that. Yeah, I'll just... i do
2: want to do... I do want to see, but I don't want to keep sucking wind
0: in. Sure. You I can know. turn left. <laughs> um, so, turn. that's right. Yeah, there we are. Yeah, the book is out now. Please, go buy it. It has some fun extras in there. It has, like, character sketches and... Other things that I try not to give away because I want people to buy the book. Good Mm -hmm. stuff. It is good stuff. Thanks.
2: Really good back matter,
0: guys. Yeah. Um, Unlike a certain person who tried to give away absolutely everything when they interviewed me. Oh, okay. Well, you'll know when I say. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. Yeah, I want to
1: hear how that went. Yeah, that'll be a later. Yeah, no. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Gross. Okay, I like that. One. If you're here in 2020, your challenge coin is a tear gas filter.
3: Yep. Mm-hmm. 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 That's perfect.
0: That is yeah. perfect, yes. Uh,
2: and he also wants to reiterate, he said pasties, not underpants.
1: Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, pasties, not panties.
0: Okay, that's still better. Still. That's a little better, though. I will. I'll allow it. Yes? hmm
2: I, I don't know if you think that's gross.
1: What, pasties? Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it's fine. they are fine. They're just,
2: little, they're just tiny little covers. They're Sometimes they're tiny. They're miniature bra.
1: But, so,
2: like, do they get a lot of use? So is it, like, giving a... Is, would it be, like, giving somebody a used bra?
1: They're not like bras. They're not like bras at all. At all. They're
2: not... Uh, no, they're not like bras, exactly. I just I mean that they're for covering...
0: They're like nipple
1: sombreros. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, here's the,
0: here's the name of the episode. You know, if I asked Sophie to develop that
2: Little
0: and then develop a, a burlesque dance around just making the sombreros twirl. <laughs> I you don't want that. <laughs> but you'd watch it if it happened.
2: I mean,
0: she's talented. I'm not made of stone. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, don't send me that. That's not going to be any good. Someone's like, "What do you think of the Patrick Stewart enjoying Jamie Oliver's enchiladas?" First off, nothing Jamie Oliver makes is good.
2: Uh, all right, I, I get that they're uh, reusable, uh, fire cow. I get, but I'm like, but do they get washed? Do you just use them until they're nasty and throw them away? What's what's the deal? I feel and like you'd wash I'm them.
0: Like... They're probably hand wash only.
2: I mean, it depends like, on what they're like made covered of. Covered and, and sequins and stuff.
1: Yeah, bees. So
2: uh, I don't know, maybe you can hand wash the inside, but... I don't know
1: why you would. Why would?
2: Well,
1: because you sweat.
2: This yeah. is the part where I'm saying it's like a bra. You wear a bra, and it's right up against your skin. You're supposed to wash the bra. And so a pasty, you probably get sweat and body dirt on it, so they probably need to be washed if
1: you're reusing. Sure. But the part that's touching you is the... Um, Carpet tape. Yeah. He's
0: just saying, it's they're just reusable. Too. Just replace the carpet tape on the inside. But that, is that, that
2: like a double sided tape?
0: Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, then, yeah, there's nothing gross at all. About
1: so,
0: like JLo boob tape. Yeah. Sure, sure,
2: sure. I got it. Yeah. I got but, it
0: plus,
1: yeah. they're this is not, weird. Like, some of them might not be just fabric. Like, there might be a, a hard insert, like cardboard or, you no. Know. But it doesn't
2: matter because it, there's like the, the fashion tape,
1: essentially. Yep. The, yeah, the fashion
2: tape. Yep, yep. Okay. Super not gross.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah, I agree. That's fine then.
2: Sorry, I guess I just wasn't like, no, super clear on no, the mechanics of a pasty. I
1: I don't know why we are. No. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know if anyone should be familiar with more familiar than the rest of this table, it should be me.
1: Like I've never worn pasties.
2: That we know of.
1: No, you would know. <laughs> you would know. I feel like you would know. Yeah, I have. My my but... public life is out there. Like, yeah. It, no. <laughs> Alright, are we ready
0: to talk about avatars? Yeah, let's well actually let's take a quick break. Oh, oh shit. Let's take a quick break. Well, let's take a quick break and talk about our sponsors. Uh first up, one final reminder. Season of the Bruja Volume 1 landed uh well today, January 25th. It is available in all bookstores, comic book stores, online, big box stores. Well, not big box read. You're not going to find it at Target. I guess I mean like Barnes & Noble, stuff like that. Anyway, Season of the Bruja is available everywhere. For those in the Portland metro area, I will be at Books with Pictures this Saturday, January 28th from 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Come on in. Check out the amazing comic book shop. Uh, get your copy of Season of the Bruja signed by me and we'll hang out and we'll talk about nerdy stuff. You know, that's what I do with these things. It's also fun to always meet the readers and whatnot and get your impression and just chat. So, I'd love to see you. Uh, I think, uh, you know, members of the show are going to be there too, hanging out. So, hey, look at that. You get everything. Uh, This Saturday, January 28th, 3 to 5 p.m. at Books with Pictures. And then, of course, Guardian Games. They have been our longest sponsor. You can find them at 345 Southeast Taylor Street in Portland, Oregon. Um, yes. So we always record there on, on Tuesdays, which is also like D&D Adventures League. So if you've always been curious about dropping in and trying out D&D, the Adventures League is a great way for you to do that. Uh, if I remember correctly, it doesn't cost you anything. Um, even if you don't have the books, like the DMs there can help you out and get you started. Um, but it might be a good idea to show up one time to make a character and whatnot, uh, unless they have gens. So anyway a great way to try out you know uh, DD without a, like any financial investment um as always one thing i didn't talk about enough is that as soon as you walk into guardian games you'll see right up front a lot of the uh, lgbtq themed games and whatnot but on the other side of that table are games created by local creators and since i am on an extra local kick right now uh, check out some of the games over there. Um, there are solo games. There's like new versions of adu- more adult-oriented choose-your-own-adventure. There are board games. There are RPGs. Um, there are elements made by local creators to be helpful in your role-playing games. So you got all kinds of things to choose from, and it's all at Guardian Games, three four five Southeast Taylor Street in Portland, Oregon. And then last up, a big thanks to RevNat of RevNat's Hard Cider for uh, keeping us all, you know. Feeling, feeling Footloose and Fancy Free it's not what that's supposed to be. Anyway, we get to enjoy a Cider, and he helps us out with equipment. If you're on his mailing list, he's doing a. Um, he's asking for feedback on new can labels, and that's pretty cool. So, yeah, big shout-out to Revnat of Reverend Nat's Hard Cider. Let's get back to the show. Hi, we're back. Is that what you're
2: going to have to explain to me? What, what's
0: happening over there? I'm screen capping the stream so I know when to insert the commercial.
2: Cool, 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 cool. All right. Uh,
1: Avatar. Can we not say urban? Where would we need to say urban? 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 What? Sorry, I'm looking at Kevin's. I don't know. That's
2: not for us. Okay. I think that's just chat chat box chat. Never Uh, mind. Okay, where were we?
1: We were in whatever planet that Avatar takes place on. Uh, Why does it not have a name?
2: I don't know. Um,
1: I feel like is there a weird. Is of that course. any
2: weirder than the fact that we gave all the other planets cool names, but we're just dirt planet dirt.
0: I always did think that was weird because we're just what Terra.
1: No, it's T E R R A.
2: Is it? Yeah. I, I thought it was just
1: Earth. Same as Earth. Earth is dirt. Yeah, that's what I mean.
2: Yeah. yeah I thought Terra was, like, one of those,
1: like, you know. This is 100% persons. the reason why if I'm on a starship and I'm the person that gets to meet aliens, mm-hmm. I'm saying, greetings, we're from the planet Gaia.
2: That's a good one. That's a
1: good one. That's another because it's, one. Because it fits within the pantheon that we have named the other planets after. That's Gaia true. Gaia was a titan. Um, it is a proper name. Yeah. And it is uh, that way. I'm not saying we are from planet Dirt. Hi, we are Dirtlings from the planet Dirt. Dirtlings, and dirtlings. the rest of the planet will just have to get on board with being called Gaian's. That's fine. I like that. I
2: mean, all the hippies will be behind
1: you. Ugh. You know. Yeah, that's true. Hesitation. Great.
0: Whatever's. So.
2: you just need you've got some momentum.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: No, I like it. I wasn't it. saying it's a bad
0: thing. Yeah, it's a good thing.
2: All right. Anyway, the land of uh, the planet Avatars. Planet. Benderland. bender land <laughs> bender
1: world mm. Mm. yeah there's not even a name for it in <laughs> the, the wiki it's maybe that was world of avatar
0: maybe that was intentionally done though so that you couldn't try to connect it with like an earth culture no matter how hard they try to make it like it's clearly influenced by certain cultures, but it is not of that culture, you know? Sure. So.
2: Yeah, so just give it any name that's not Earth slash Tara and you're fine. Wizzleby Prime. <laughs> Bendy lane.
0: Ong is here to save Wizzleby Prime. Yep.
2: Uh, so we're in kind of an awkward spot because we we fell off the Avatar train um, right before we finished season two, yeah. which is when like things really pick up for the series, like really.
1: Yeah, I feel like the when I went to figure out where I was at, I feel like the the last episode that I actually watched was the Earth King.
2: Mhm. Me too.
1: Okay okay so i rewatched that and then watched the last two episodes the guru and the crossroads of death studio. yeah and you're right like shit happened
2: yeah everything is happening now
1: after a lot of nothing's happening in the city of bossing say because it's against the law for anything to happen in the city of bossing <laughs> that's right the well, war does not exist and
2: i remember that we talked about this you know before where like so we've got the episodes uh 15 tales of bossing say and then sixteen is uh, Alpha's last days. Those were almost well, tales of Bossing say is almost like a bottle episode, right? It only almost. Mm-hmm. There are elements yeah, yeah. of each character story that sort of connects to the bigger plot of the season, but they're just sort of like chill episodes, and it's almost like the calm before the storm.
3: Mm-hmm, I mean, mm-hmm.
2: We yeah. we notice that. As we were getting into the end of the season but then we, we just didn't get to talk about it <clears throat> um
0: and i kind of forgot what we were talking about in terms of which episode so i just rewatched the last episode okay
2: i'm sure
0: that's fine where like shit gets real yeah mm-hmm. like um, hard
2: does anyone have a good recap of what happened in the earthquake since that's where we last left off
1: uh other than i don't have a good recap but imdb always does yeah um Again, IMDB, if you would like to sponsor a podcast. Hi! (laughs) Uh, The kids battle Long Feng and the Dai Li when they attempt to show the Earth King the vast conspiracy taking place in his city. Zuko becomes seriously ill and has feverish dreams as he faces a spiritual crisis. Um, Okay, right. Yeah, yeah, that was the... um,
2: The blue dragon is speaking to him... And Uncle Iroh says, uh, oh, you're you're having a a great battle within you because that thing you did the other day is so out of character. And so now you're at a
3: crossroads.
1: Yep. Yeah, this is actually the thing where he does the thing where he saves Appa and releases Appa as opposed to holding it, right, holding Appa prisoner further to try and get uh, Aang.
2: Leverage over Aang,
1: yeah. So
2: and this is also uh
1: it's where they where the the team is able to show proof to the Earth King that uh Long Feng has been lying to him the entire time that he there's a grand conspiracy um like Long Feng gets bit by Apa, so he's got uh,
2: they have to work really hard to convince uh the Earth King that Long Feng is not to be trusted.
1: which it, if you live in peaceful times and have always lived in peaceful times for or believe that yeah
2: he had no idea what was going on but that doesn't mean it was a peaceful time
1: right but like it wasn't a peaceful time but the when iroh had breached the walls of basing say that was a good 10 15 years prior to this mm-hmm. um and that still didn't make it all the way to the capital you know it's like the the walls of busing, say are still miles and miles away from the actual yes castle right. and if you're not telling the king the king just believes everything's fine mm-hmm. his people are fine the city is prosperous mm-hmm. nothing's wrong with the earth earth kingdom there's no fucking war going on outside the walls
2: yeah, and your and your personal advisor or whatever his title was totally a good guy. Why wouldn't I believe that?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> um, but eventually they are able to uh, get uh, long Feng arrested and prove to the earth King that that fire nation is coming because there's been a war.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, uh, and then and then at the end of this episode they set the stage for what happens
1: in the, in next- the,
2: in the finale.
1: Yeah, because at this point they separate, because they like, hey, everything worked out. The Earth King, yeah, the Earth King believes us. We have messages from uh, Sokka and and um, Katara's dad. Um, we have a message from Tove's mother, and the Avatar is Aang is aware that there's uh, a Guru that can help him with his things. So they all separate, mm-hmm. which. As we all know, bad things happen when you Split separate the party. The party. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: and and the last last thing that happens is the Kyoshi warriors arrive uh, mm-hmm. at Bossing. Say, but the gang doesn't get to interact with them before uh, before going all their separate ways. Right. So they have no idea that it's really Azula and her Mean
1: Girls. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to say this a lot, mm-hmm. and I, I'm sorry. <clears throat> And I get why people really attach themselves to this character and really, um, like, love how horrible this character is. Azula is a fucking psychopath, she's a monster,
0: yeah. I and I kind of love her for it, but yeah, she's terrifying,
1: yeah. That I get that a lot from people that are like, oh, yeah, she's a lover. It's like, okay, she's a fucking psychopath, yeah. Sorry, something else. Um,
2: so chapter 19 is uh, it's called The Guru, but it is not a, a solo episode for Aang. Uh, Aang's kind of journey is like the wrapper around everything else that's happening simultaneously. Uh, they start the episode off with Zuko uh, and uh, Uncle Ira together and he is a completely different person now Zuko. he seems like a normal ass human boy
3: mm-hmm.
2: um even the way he speaks is different he doesn't have that like snarling like, angry no matter what he's saying voice he's just talking like a regular kid he's like things are looking up
1: <laughs> yeah for the Ugh. first time he seems very calm, mm-hmm. happy mm-hmm.
2: uh Sokka Uh, reunites with his father for the first time in two years. Mm -hmm. My favorite part about their little uh, section of the episode is that Sokka finally realizes that like, he always felt like he had been left behind with the children Mm
3: -hmm.
2: when when his father and all the other men went off to fight. Uh, And now he realizes no, I wasn't being left behind like a child. I was tasked with staying here to protect the tribe because all the other men are gone
3: right right
2: uh and that i think that's probably a really big deal for him um because he's been like grappling with that for again two years
1: yeah which is i mean that's a um a popular oh i don't want to say trope i hate saying trope i mean tropes are a thing yes um but that is tropes get used as shorthand though for like oh the writer couldn't think of anything interesting so it's just this trope we've seen it before it's like that's because that's not what tropes are but storytelling yeah. yeah
0: it's again people not knowing how things work yep it's just like how yeah
1: we have an entire society who doesn't understand how sausage is made
0: yeah and everything if they don't like them it's because they're a mary sue not knowing how that what that term actually means
2: Uh, So Aang goes to see uh, Guru Patik, uh, who says he is a spiritual brother to the Air Tribe, and was a personal friend of Monk Gyatsu, which I did have a chance to look it up, but I'm assuming was the one that was working with Aang closely, and when they were going to be separated is why Aang ended up running away. Yep. He tells Aang that he needs to uh, achieve inner balance in order to master the Avatar State and that he has to open all seven of the chakras. Also, once he begins this process, he cannot stop until all seven have been opened, which is pretty important. Mm
3: -hmm. Uh, So Mm -hmm. there's,
2: I I wrote a bunch of notes on each of these, but essentially they are earth, water, fire, uh, one that didn't get named. I'm assuming it's air, Uh, light, sound, and thought.
1: Um, Yeah, they did name
2: air. -hmm, They did. Okay. but I kept rewinding it, and I kept not finding the spot where it was. Um, but so Earth is about survival, and it is blocked by fear. Uh, water is connected to pleasure, blocked by guilt, and so on and so forth. And with each one of these um, chakras, they go one at a time, and Aang has to meditate on different experiences that he's had in his life. and you know, And he has these visions of all of these different things that block it, like guilt about running away from the air tribe and when he has hurt others shame uh, from when he was lit- literally playing with fire and, and hurt people he cared about and, like what a dangerous and like foolhardy thing that was.
1: I, I liked how that that was the while well, he opened that chakra of all of them he's like well that was more like cracking the door but it'll it'll suffice. It'll do for now mm-hmm. it, it's like i don't want to do that
2: it is in and of itself uh this whole thing sort of a montage they're going through it very quickly and
1: yeah because this entire journey it's like dude that's that's like a week to a month long of meditation and solitude.
2: yeah yeah
1: like it it is not that fast
2: no uh but they don't really have time for no. much more there are some like really good you know parts that come through so again air uh is blocked is about love and it's blocked by grief and uh the guru tells him that love is a form of energy and it's all around you and that essentially when the air nomads went away their love didn't leave
3: mm-hmm.
2: it's still in the world it's still in your heart and it it basically reincarnates into the next people that you love and care about yep and uh obviously for ang that's guitar At least primarily Katara. I know like we know he loves all of his friends, but he's
1: you know, he has like very strong feelings
3: for her. Yeah, he has romantic love for
1: Katara. Yeah. Relatively new.
0: Yes. As in also like, you know, few things hit harder than the very first crush. That's Mm -hmm. the one you always remember, you know. So Mm
3: -hmm.
0: yeah, that's gonna yeah. (laughs) That would leave an impact for sure. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit.
1: Um,
2: another one that was interesting is uh, the light chakra is connected to light and is blocked by illusion. And he specifies that we are all one people, but we live as if divided, by which he means the tribes. But that is very obviously like a dig at us at like, uh, the people watching right like don't think that just because you know you live here and they live there or you look like this and they look like that like just because you guys act like you're different no you're not no you're fucking not mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't particularly subtle but neither was it like low-hanging fruit or lazy it was it was in in in, in the context of everything that's going on it was it was well done in my opinion um, and then the last one, this is where I thought it got a little weird. The the last chakra is thought, and it is connected to pure cosmic energy. So like, seven is like the boss level.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: All the rest of them are <laughs> like individual things. Yeah. But the last one is like forty-two, everything, life. It means everything. Yep. <laughs> uh, and it is blocked by earthly attachments, which is a little bit weird because you know just. And Aang says the same thing. He's like, three chakras ago, it was important that I love somebody. And now you're telling me I have to let them go? And this is where he hits a wall. He, he, can't, he can't really like wrap his head around like what, what it means to let go and how important it is for him to be able to do this uh, in order to achieve his goal. And I don't, I don't know if he's right or wrong in his, in his reaction, or in his choice.
1: Uh, I, uh, I, don't think it's a matter of right or wrong. I think it's a matter of what he's ready for. Very
2: good point.
1: Yeah. Um, and I think you stated it, and it, it's comes across in the, the play itself that, he is, doesn't understand the difference between um, having earthly attachments and being able to let them go um, in order to achieve a higher state of being. That's part and parcel of a lot of philosophy mm-hmm. and a lot of um, meditative theories where it's, mm-hmm. it's not a matter of like, oh, I... I'm just going to ignore all of my earthly attachments. That, it's, you have to, yes, love everything and love as many people around you as you want to with the understanding that this is impermanent. Mm -hmm. That, like, there is, the state of being is just a state of being. It is not the whole state of being. And if you want to connect at a higher level, understanding that is part of the person of that. And that's, you're right. That's a very heavy for a kid's show.
3: Mm-hmm. And also the character is
2: a lot to put on. Mm-hmm. what is it,
1: 11? Yeah. Yeah, 11
0: or 12 is kind of where I saw that. But yep. I,
2: guess, I guess you have to be old enough to I don't know, have romantic love. What, what age are you capable of romantic love?
0: That's a very good question. Yeah, and yeah, it's, not, it's not the same for everyone. Yep. Okay. I know by 11, I was already developing crushes
2: that's a
0: good point you know and by 12 hoping i could like get that awkward kiss but like not going for it
2: kind because of thing that's a different thing
0: well i mean but I and mean, that's about the age where like you know people stop having cooties
1: <laughs> yeah. i started at age five dude so i don't know oh well. cable the player
2: i i cable. remember having you know schoolyard flings in like first grade
1: My first girlfriend was in first grade, but that's just being like, she's my girlfriend.
2: Well, sure, but, but the, even if like the full understanding of like what girlfriend means to adults, the desire for that dynamic is there.
1: No, I had full on makeups in the
0: fifth grade first, first.
2: So when you were six,
0: yes, man, Eastern Oregon, is not like everywhere else. And, and she was, she was a year older oh man you slide devil <laughs> <laughs> no wonder you're not wearing that bustle
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> most of my friends were girls I mean but that doesn't that hasn't really changed either so <laughs> uh
2: at any rate uh this is where Aang hits a wall he's not mm-hmm. ready or willing to do this thing and even though the Guru tells him like look if you leave now you cannot pick this back up again. Like You are closing a door forever.
1: Which, um, which is how it's, it, that's not actually what he says, but it is how Aang interprets it. It's like, I can never do this. It's like, no, he, he said, you, essentially he was telling him, it's like, if you want to hit this state, you're when you do this, you're going to have to go back through the other six again uh,
2: to get okay. back here. Because and, he locked them back up
1: right right
2: Because that, that, yeah. yeah do you know he said that He's yeah but like, because you stopped now they're locked uh
1: yeah it's an all-or-nothing ritual
2: the way he said it and i wrote it down though is uh if he leave if you leave now you will not be able to go into the avatar state at all
1: so, did he? i didn't remember him saying at all
2: that's that's what i wrote uh, I, I i did paraphrase, but I did include yeah. at all, which yeah. would mm-hmm. be if he said it. So um I mean obviously that's not gonna be what happens, right? He's gonna save the world eventually. Um but at this point he he gives this up and he bolts uh, and starts heading back to Boston Say. He scoops up uh Sokka on the way.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh Toth has had this whole sort of side quest where Turns out her mom had never written and asked to meet with her at all.
1: No, so it says two bumble thugs.
2: Just so like idiot ass highwaymen, right?
1: Yeah, it's her former teacher and the former um, underground fighting <sighs> champ.
2: I knew we knew them, but I couldn't remember mm-hmm. where or why what they, what their deal was. Yeah, they've
1: been following her since season one.
2: And then where were they trying to take her? Back home. Back home. Okay. Oh, that's right. Her parents hired them, right, to like yeah. get her ass back home, yeah, uh, like parents do. Uh, and I, I thought it was really funny that they they thought they were being super clever by boxing her up in metal, mm-hmm. thinking she'll never get through this. Uh, but it turns out, fucking Toph is like the best earthbender in the
1: world. So there is precedent for this. Every time, like we we see this when they take Long Feng into custody. We see this later on when the the Dai Li betrayal occurs. Metal is commonly used. Like we saw this when we first met Earthbenders; they were on a uh, um, kept in a metal ship. Earthbenders believe that they have no control over metal. Mm-hmm. Ah, okay. So rather than try, they can't bend metal, and they feel that that separates them from the earth and being able to do that. However. However, Toph knows the truth.
2: Uh, during one of the scenes where Aang is working through these chakras, I, I can't believe I didn't write it down, but he says even metal is still a form of, of purified earth. Mm-hmm. It is still earth. And I'm like, yeah, technically. Yeah. Yeah. That, that that's legit science. Um, and uh, so I, you, I guess you just have to be powerful enough to,
1: to do it. I'm more on board with earthbenders being able to bend metal than I am with firebenders throwing lightning.
3: Yes.
0: Yeah, that that's one is weird.
1: Better. Yeah. That seems like an airbender thing.
2: It should be an airbender thing
0: mm-hmm. because it's, it's... Yeah, I mean, I know it requires, like temperatures and moisture to pull it all off but it never requires fire
2: oh see then maybe it should be an avatar
0: it should it should yeah solely be like an avatar thing yeah and it become it like
1: not be a firebender thing
0: make something that all avatars are they're like dual lands
1: yeah but like then we start getting into that well who gets to control lava is that firebenders or earthbenders that's earth i would say Ex- it's earth except it's both
0: if,
2: if it's metal- molten if metal is earth, then lava is also
3: earth.
1: It is. But it is also fire.
3: I, I mean
0: this will eventually lead to one of my favorite parts in this season's finale <laughs> the season finale.
3: Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Okay. With well, some
0: we're... extra earth bending shit going on.
1: Yes. But uh, yeah, overall I I, I think I, I'm starting to get to that point where I'm like, Wait, why are these the four elements and not the five elements? I
2: feel like we talked
1: about this, but now I can't remember what we said. It's the, it's wood, air, um, metal, water, fire, and wood. 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 Those are, when you talk about the, the astrological signs from the Chinese zodiac, they're also paired with those five elements. So if you then? have into the Asian people. <laughs> then you also have yeah, uh, so,
2: that.
1: Why are you using more sense. Yeah. But you, it
2: was still written by and for Westerners. So uh-huh. or, or they're fire and water. Um so now Toph makes her escape from these dudes. She lo- she locks them up in the metal box, which is fantastic.
1: I love that. <laughs>
2: and now all three of them, uh, Sokka, Aang, and Toph, kind of converge on the road, quote unquote. Neither of them are really on a road. Um, back to the city to go find Katara because Ang's like she's in danger.
1: Toph is on the road. Toph is surfing the road.
2: Yes. Um, like
1: she's taking those giant steps because it's she's just using the ground as her own feet. So she's.
2: It's like a yeah. It's like it's like a. You could surf on land, mm-hmm. but also with your bare feet and mm-hmm. walking. It's, it's quite magical. Yeah, uh, I appreciate it. Uh, and then later we see some more uh, element travel. I guess it's mm-hmm. uh, to be a more fun name for that. <laughs> um, so that's where we leave that leave off with them. Um, back uh, with the you know with the other guys camp. Long Fang. Um, let me back up. Uh, Azula orchestrates uh, her friends essentially um, accidentally on purpose outing themselves as fake Kyoshi warriors to the Dai Li so that word gets back to Long Feng. And then Long Feng uh, sets up uh, a way for them to meet and they form an ally ship.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And With the and...
1: intent of betraying one another. Of course. Like, we we get that. People.
2: Yeah. Uh, Zuko and Iroh get invited to serve tea for the Earth King but we all know that things are very very compromised with the palace that's where <laughs> chapter 19 ends Yep. and uh and then it jumps straight into chapter 20. in fact I, you know, on netflix this is all categorized as one episode uh 18 because they did a double right season. yeah um and then it's, it's basically right where we left off uh the kids are reuniting looking for uh katara Ero and Zuko show up at the palace, uh, and Azula comes to them first uh, to to capture them. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where we see one of my favorite scenes. Is Ero uh, asks Azula, "Did you ever have you ever heard why they used to call me the Dragon of the West?" And she's like, "I am really not in the mood for one of your long, boring stories, dude." And he's like, no, 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 it's more of a demonstration. Yep. And then he literally breathes fire to like wipe out all of these soldiers <laughs> around them, and he makes his escape, but Zuko stays behind. Mm-hmm. He's going to fight his sister. But she plays dirty, and it's over in an instant.
1: Mm-hmm. Really? She plays dirty? What? I was... didn't see that coming.
3: Uh... I
0: feel like half-time she doesn't even need to, because she's crazy strong. She can just do what she wants yeah
2: sure, but then but it would be beneath her then
0: that's true i guess so she
2: does te- mostly let the earthbenders <laughs> take him down right mostly
1: i i want to point out that e- when it is a fair fight she resorts to underhanded moves because she cannot win in a fair fight yeah she's done that multiple times right I guess that's true like she honestly cannot beat ang unless she cheats which comes
2: up yeah Yes, it does. um so anyway azula is working to overthrow the government <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: um
2: the rest of the gang is looking for katara katara has been thrown like down a mine shaft or some shit yeah uh, eventually zuko is down there with her they they quarrel she she kind of hates him at this point and <laughs> like, why wouldn't she um
1: yep she has not seen any of his growth so no she is only going off of every time that he's tried to kill them mm-hmm. kill her mm-hmm.
2: and so there's a lot of moving parts throughout this episode uh such that we get some other interesting combination character combinations besides uh katara and Zuka. there's also a time where ang and uncle Iro are alone and mm-hmm. um he he's like okay so toff says that you give very good advice um and asks about uh he's like okay so i was supposed to do this thing but they said i'd have to stop caring about this person he's he's kind of vague about it uh, but he gives him the you know the highlights and Ero says i think it's very wise uh, of you to choose happiness and love uh and he says like, uh, in terms of like how to make the right choice he says that sometimes life is like this dark tunnel you can't always see the light at the end of the tunnel but if you just keep moving you will come to a better place
3: mm-hmm.
2: which is such you know like classic grandpa wisdom uh but it's probably exactly what ang needed to do
1: mm-hmm. right now
2: so that's it was very uh, that's very driving
1: and it was a good scene between the two of them because they clearly are on two sides of a conflict that exists, and neither one of them have any time for it when they want to just be. Right. Like they recognize, like Iroh 100% goes, no, this is the Avatar. I'm the Avatar, above all else, still deserves the respect of the people. And if he is coming to, to me for counsel, I am going to give him honest counsel.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And and Aang recognizes Iroh is like, no, you're an honorable person. I, war is war, but you are still this guy. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, it also occurs to me that neither of them really have neither of them really started out with stakes in all of this.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, Aang did not want to ha- be a part of this at all. for you know even back a hundred years and. Iroh maybe was you know genuinely invested in the Fire Nation winning this a couple years ago but ever since his son died he's he's changed a lot and and at this point in his life I don't think he I would I I wouldn't even say I don't think he cares about the Fire Nation winning the war I think he would rather they didn't
1: he yeah he 100 knows that the worst thing that can happen to the world is his brother taking over everything
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and he knows it um he's you're right and it has been i think the entirety of zuko's life because he breached the walls of ba Sing say the same day that his son died in a battle elsewhere that's why he mm-hmm. pulled back
2: that's right
1: like he breached the walls and then got word that his son died and he said i'm out i'm out and that's when he was like you're the worst general ever. You're fired. It's like, cool. I am i don't have it in me. I'm not fighting any more fucking wars. Uh,
2: this is also... Uh, I, I mentioned it earlier, but I was in the wrong place. This is the moment where Iroh tells Zuko, "Um, you are a different dude than you, were, than you were before. You are more free. You're stronger, wiser than you've ever been before. Mm-hmm. And right now, you are at a crossroads in your destiny. Which is the I of the episode by the way, mm-hmm. um, and it is time for him to choose, and uh, I kind of expect you to choose to do the right thing, uh, nephew. Uh, but Azula is there and is like, all, and, like as always, goading him to to continue to be a bad guy.
1: And, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. Azula is the younger sister, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes, she is. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: and then we go back to all these moving parts. There's parts. There's a a big vendor fight. Between the Mean Girls and Katara and Aang. I think Toph jumps in there somewhere. Um, Zuko shows up. And for a moment, it looks like he's going to be on Team Avatar's side.
3: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Only for a moment. And then he just goes back to being classic Zuko.
1: (laughs) Uh, I, I was telling this to Aaron when we first got here. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I... Yeah,
2: I I actually did not project I. It happened and I don't know that that's what I expected to happen or not.
1: Um,
0: I I kind of did, even knowing that there's probably going to be a redemption for him. Um, See, and I, yeah,
1: I, I, yeah, I thought this was where it was starting the the way everything in season two. It's like, oh, no, no, it he still apparently has not hit rock bottom yet right Great. um
2: well especially when you've got someone there literally goading you into doing the things that you're you're struggling to move away from in the first place
3: mm-hmm. right she,
2: and she knows all the buttons to push to to keep him right where she wants him which is to be a shitty person because it benefits her
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and it works um eventually um well no, we'll get back to that but uh uncle Eero is definitely disappointed um yep so great big fights eventually the kids are outnumbered because again there's all the daily as well mm-hmm. uh once uh once long Feng and azula have it out with their backstabbing she comes out on top and so now all the daily uh defer to her and Aang realizes that they're all outnumbered and that is the moment where he's like i'm sorry katara and he presumably is going to try and let go.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, although ostensibly he's doing it to save her because they're outnumbered, but he kind of boxes boxes himself into some crystal and is attempting to go into the avatar state. And it looks like it's working when all of a sudden uh, Azula like blasts him with lightning. It's a big hit too. And then <laughs> he starts falling out of the sky unconscious. Um,
1: it needs to be pointed out. She doesn't just blast him. She shoots him in the fucking back. Yes. This is this is why I'm like, Azula cannot win a fair fight. Mm. At all. Right. Which means there's no incentive for her to ever fight fair. Correct. So oh. she cannot win a fair fight against the Avatar. Yeah. That
0: it's that like the first line in Pirates of the Caribbean when what's his name Legolas is like in a fair fight you wouldn't have beat me and Jack's like what's the point of fighting fair then yeah <laughs> Legolas uh, <laughs> sorry
2: I mean yeah that's true like if you know you can't win and you're a shitty person of course you're gonna cheat
3: mm-hmm.
2: um but that's why she's one of the bad guys.
1: sure um I I would argue that she is actually even more so than Fire Lord Ozai he- who is a big bad and a threat Azula is the actual villain of this
2: and The Fire story. Lord is more of a MacGuffin, really. Yeah. He has very little to do in this series, like, even even from behind the scenes. Not a lot of action or, like, cause and effect comes from
3: yeah.
2: him directly. Yeah, you're absolutely right on that. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, So, we were talking earlier about how uh, Toph is, like, riding the ground and mm-hmm. surfing across the land to uh to get to where she's going uh in this moment where Aang is falling out of the sky and it looks like he's just going to like land on the ground from mm-hmm. a very high distance uh, unconscious which is pretty bad um uh, she like creates water around herself and like just like shoots herself over to where he is and then she does it vertically to like elevate themselves up and out of the area
3: mm-hmm.
2: while ero uh kind of like does a last defense save yourselves i'll hold them off and of course he also is outnumbered so they do eventually uh capture him and that's when you see zuko is like off to the side behind azula uh and uh uncle era looks at him and is very obviously let down
3: Mm -hmm. yeah
2: um so, luckily, Katara didn't end up using that magic water on Zuko earlier, a couple scenes back, because now she has it to help Aang, and she kills him enough for him to regain like They are down and out. Now, Azula says that Zuko is going to be welcome. He a not work Yep They're
0: Yep. Kind of what he's been wanting for a while.
2: And the bottom um, line is very strong <laughs> feelings on that one so no, they, they make it very uh, momentous
0: we, we did get to see uh crystal crystal bending which I kind of loved
2: uh I'm trying to like picture it when who, who bends crystals I like I, got, I, know, I, know I the, have
0: my notes over here, so I'm like. Ah.
2: I know that there's a time, there's that time right right before Aang goes into Avatar state. Where he makes himself like a crystal tent to mm-hmm. sort of like. You know, he also makes
1: himself. himself crystal armor for a bit too. Yeah, and that's oh, what well, I and exactly. that's what I like call it crystal bending. Okay,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and presumably, crystal bending is like an advanced form of earth bending, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Super advanced. And yeah. presumably,
2: yep. so like not everyone can do it.
1: Earth bending. Crystal bending, metal bending. bending. Yeah, th- this does cement Toph as the earthbender. Yes. Yes.
0: I'm looking um, at my I notes mean,
2: right. we we've always known she's amazing because she's been you know competing as a child against adults. Yep. Um, there's kind of really, I don't, I can't think of a, a time where she couldn't. Earth bent her way out
1: of a situation. Sand. hmm
3: Oh. Uh,
0: I think, like, the big step this one, this is the first episode where, like, Aang doesn't actively run from his problems. hmm He goes head on. He's like, okay, yep. there's... I have to face this. I I am what they said I am. I've got to do this.
1: Which gets back into closing the loop on that lesson that they were trying to teach with the guru to not not just to but to the viewer of like this is what letting go of attachments actually means it means being prepared to not get mired down into it's like i'm just going to be i'm going to be in a prison of my own emotions about the horrible things that are happening go these are horrible things and they're going to continue to happen unless I step away and become what I need to do mm-hmm. in order to surpass it. So it's the difference between being ruled by your emotions and being able to be influenced by, but not ruled by your emotions.
2: The the second to last chakra is sound, which is uh, which represents truth and mm-hmm. is blocked by last. Mm-hmm. And that is the one where the guru tells him, you cannot lie about your own nature, you have to accept that you are the avatar. So mm-hmm. even though the guru said, like, oh by stopping, you have like relocked all of these, you know, all seven of these doors, the the lesson is still there, right? Like mm-hmm. intellectually he still did that work. Yep. Um, even if the chakras are closed again. Mm-hmm. Um and so he he has come to accept that like he he has a destiny essentially. Yep. He has a like a uh Oh, God, I lost word. He, this is what he has to do. It's, it's a way before. right? Um, and so, yeah, when when push came to shove, he he was ready to try and do things the
3: way
1: he knows they need to be do done. Uh, didn't end up working out this time. <laughs> I think that's the difference between the two. Is he was unlocking the shockers before, and now now they are still unlocked. He just has to, those doors just open and close when he needs them to.
3: Because mm. now
1: he can just go, well, all of these are unlocked. I can just open the doors. The one that I hadn't unlocked yet was this top one. Mm. And so it was a fast, I've just opened all six of the other doors. Now I can unlock the seventh one and then open it. Yeah, when he hits that point, that's going kind to, of, like, it was a nice little preview of, like, well, at least we get to see what that's going to look like in season three. Mm-hmm. Potentially. Yeah. Um, which is terrifying. Because yeah. all of the times that he's accidentally entered the Avatar state, mm-hmm. he is a wrecked shit. Yeah. He needs some control. Yeah. Yeah. Like he, he he goes from, yeah, I'm a kid with superpowers to I didn't I didn't know we were fighting Godzilla. <laughs> right. He, right. Like
2: wrath. Like, like we yeah.
1: can we can do pretty much anything. We're all benders. That's motherfucking Godzilla. He's bigger than the city. <laughs> we're not gonna win. <laughs> uh, so let
2: this let, let very them fight. is The uh, you know, like the Return of the Jedi ending, where all the good guys are. Empire,
1: empire, empire Empire, empire. empire. Yeah. Oh.
2: Sorry. Shh. Um, I mean, like. All a little bit the same. Down to so the fact I that Luke
1: left Yoda I don't care. on Dagobah when he sensed his friends were in trouble mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. ran yep. away. Yeah. He had exactly. almost unlocked that seventh <laughs> seven, uh, Jedi secret. There is another,
2: yeah. I know. Um, just yeah, that's
1: Cora. Uh, I know, that, yeah.
2: That um, what's his face? You know, the showrunner, who then goes on to do. Yeah,
1: no, I know. Yeah,
2: yeah. Uh, he wasn't the, the showrunner thing.
1: on this. He was just a writer. Ah,
2: uh, yes, you're right. Thank Yeah,
1: what I missed there.
0: Um, What's his
2: face? Who did uh, Clone Wars. Dave Plobe. Oh, that's right. Oh,
0: yeah. he's, off, he's he's is. probably gone by the end of this. He is. He's he now off in season one. Yeah.
2: Oh, only season one. Yeah. Okay. Well, then never
0: mind. Right now he's with, he's Clone like Wars now. Star Wars? <laughs> would you like to play <laughs> in like a <laughs> Star Wars? I would I like a Star, 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 War. War. Star Wars.
2: What's,
1: what Star yes.
0: Wars do I get? Here, go watch a Star
2: Wars. Star Wars are like his Pringles.
0: Mm-hmm. It's a never-ending can of Pringles with him. <laughs> That's right. You never have to shove your arm in the bottom
1: of that tube. Yeah. Um I accidentally just left um Netflix on. So after I watch these, I'm like five. I'm apparently five episodes into season three. Um it, it does not get any less fucked up. Um <laughs>
2: Uh, well, again, much like in the Clone Wars, uh, you 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 kind of turn a corner at a certain point, and it stops feeling like a baby show for babies. It's some real shit that that gets heavy and is serious, and there are consequences.
1: Yep, there is a mid-season two-parter, uh, and then there's the the. Last four episodes are all one big thing. So the way we should watch this is definitely I mean, we watch it at your own pace and we can figure out how many we want to do at a time. Um, but I will say there's the episode episode 17, the Ember Island Players. That is the last episode before we enter the four part finale. And oh, okay, it is also the most comedic. It is the one episode that I keep seeing on Netflix when we put this on the store, and I'm like, "Is this what I think it is?" And they're like, "Oh yeah," like everyone here who's watched after, oh, it, like, "Yeah, that's what's going on." I'm like, "Are you are you kidding me? They're doing this?" Yeah, like I I can't wait to get to this episode. It is the funniest fucking thing. Oh, now I'm super jazzed. It, yeah, um, it looks hilarious.
2: What is it called? The Fire.
1: The Ember Island Players. It is It's comedy gold. Um, and they do that because that is the last funny thing that happens, because the last episodes are Sozin's Comet, parts one through four. Jeez. <laughs> it's like, oh, OK. Prepare yourself. Wow. Cool. Yeah, um, the two parts. Uh, Mid season two parter is Day of the Black Sun. That's uh, episodes uh, 10 and 11. Nice. Let's see. Uh, I will say, in very shortly, uh, we get to learn a lot more about um, Zuko, Azula, and the Mean Girls. Um, uh, Yeah. It's definitely. Gives you a lot more, like oh, this makes more sense about this character, and this makes more sense about this character, and this this makes a lot more sense about this character. And Azula is a fucking monster.
3: Yep.
1: <laughs> like I, it's yeah, kind of love a good villain though. That, she we, is.
2: Do we learn why she's such a fucking psychopath?
1: I think it's because she got dropped on her head as a child so, like, like if she were in this world we would have found like oh here's the issue She, her body lacks this body chemistry or this or that like she's a psychopath she's a sociopathic psychopath she's not a very good sociopath actually she's just a psychopath Yeah. because sociopaths figure out how to play along with everybody she is not a sociopath right she has no understanding of how normal people act none she's just she scares everyone like the daily Li. the daily Li are like yeah we're faithful to you long thing but she scares us
2: also the way she like absolutely berates him and makes him seem like the world's smallest man uh so he is. we didn't really, we didn't that's fair um, we didn't really talk about it much, but there is the scene where Long Fang goes to do his bet back- and nothing happens. He's like, uh run. And she's like they they're not really sure what to do because they they see that you are nothing. Yep. So it's like they, they're not they sure s- about me yet. Also I'm very scary. So. they want to
1: see how this plays out. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Like they, they want to see who's gonna come out on top and that's who they're gonna follow just brutal they're pretty <laughs> sure it's me damn um uh yeah
2: I, 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 and i get what Erin is saying like i she's got a lot of flair she is a
1: she's fun villain to watch like she's a she, spicy villain yeah she yeah. is she is a, she is a yeah. fantastic villain um, yeah but yeah she's
2: but also she's a monster
1: she <laughs> is like, if, if part of your character's backstory is, yeah, mom always thought that there was something wrong with me, too. It's like,
3: <laughs> OK.
1: <laughs> OK. Yeah. Yeah. And to the degree that it's like, there has been enough inference and um, not inference, we infer. Um,
2: implications? There's, in,
1: in yeah, play? there is very subtle implications that Azula is the one who killed their mother.
2: I don't think it was that subtle.
0: Okay. No, I don't think it was either. <laughs> I figured, I figured that was just a known thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Except maybe to Zuko. I don't think Zuko knows.
0: No, I don't think so either.
1: I think Zuko's like, it was an accident, Mom died. Yep, accident. Mm-hmm. Accidents happen all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's me on
3: accidents.
1: <laughs> Mom
0: tripped upstairs into fire. Whoops a daisy.
2: In her sleep.
1: Yeah.
2: Fell out of her bed into the fire.
1: <laughs> that happens. We talked about what it is that separates benders from the rest of them. Like why are some people able to bend elements and others are not? Metaclorines. Sesapine. Okay. Because like z- Clearly, both uh, Ozai and Iro are firebenders.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I don't know if Zuko's and Azula's mother was a firebender.
2: We don't know that. I'm mean, gonna yeah. assume not.
1: And they never show that, but both but the kids are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, yeah. And I think Iroh's kids. Are
2: but more. then uh, Katara is a waterbender, and Sokka is not. Sokka is and not. It does not appear that their father is either.
0: Mm-mm.
2: But I think we know that their mother was. Yes. I feel like that's something they talked about before. Yes. Um, yeah, it must just be one of those traits that's you know like hit or miss. Yep.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I think that's a good place.
1: Yeah. Uh, I think I also want to throw in there um, if if Avatar is your jam, if you've enjoyed listening to old people talk about a children's show that <laughs> came out in two thousand five, um, uh, or um or if you just wanted to immerse yourself in this uh world um you're in luck good news because uh tomorrow the 25th of january avatar legends the role-playing game drops it was one of the highest funded role-playing games on kickstarter i think it made a million dollars inside of like three days like it funded in like 15 minutes
2: if they kickstarted it who owns this game
1: um I forget I'm looking it up right now yeah
2: do they have to pay Nickelodeon to to do this I was like curious as to the logistics now. so
1: here's the thing about Kickstarter um major corporations that already have funds kickstart all of their games because that yeah. way they've paid for it by using pre-sales yeah like um Trying to think who does it a lot. Cool uh, Mini or not? I like Cool Mini or Not's games. Yeah. um they're very miniature heavy. Yeah, but they're board games. They kickstart every game that they put out, and it's not because they need the money. It is easier for them to figure out what what the market is for that game.
2: Right, um, because is basically pre sales.
1: Yep. Yeah, they know it's going to sell, and they just want to uh, how much. Dwarven Forge
0: used to do that for all of their oh, set, yeah, for yeah. all of their terrains. They don't do it anymore, but they used to do that for all yeah. of their terrains. I think Green Ronin used to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, Top Cow does that for their comics. I
2: don't. I don't so, love it.
0: Uh, I have very mixed feelings on it,
2: it. Yeah, it's a whole conversation, and maybe that one that we should have on another night. But regardless, I am excited, and I think
0: we should play this game. Uh, Magpie Games. Magpie, thanks.
1: Magpies the publisher. Uh,
0: there was like, a weird, also like, controversy around that Kickstarter about one of the create one of the game designers or something, but I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. I don't know it all very much because um, I, I just don't.
1: I I don't know when Guardians getting ours. Um, right. Like, we have it on order, um, but since it comes out tomorrow, I would have assumed we would have got it today. And shipping is what shipping is these days. Right. right. But anyway that's coming out um it takes place not just in ang's time but like it, it's the time the major time periods for the game are avatar kiyoshi avatar ang and avatar Korra. huh
2: okay mm-hmm. so, oh well then case okay, so i don't want to play it yet because i haven't seen legend
1: of Korra. i haven't either but it like you're not playing Korra. it's just in that time frame right
2: so do you choose one before you start
1: yeah you're, like the trek game you choose yeah. what era of trek you want to play in gotcha.
3: Gotcha.
1: um here's the other exciting thing about this and this is why i keep saying this part it is a powered by the apocalypse system
2: Ah, there it is
1: <laughs> and this is going to in the year that dungeons and dragons has decided to shit the bed <laughs> you're
2: putting all your chips on good the- job hasbro
1: um Powered by the Apocalypse is poised to have more eyes on it than it's ever had before.
3: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Okay, and yeah. if this is someone's introduction to role-playing games, because they love Avatar, I, I think this is going to be that, that thing that kicks Powered by the Apocalypse from, oh, it's this great multi-use indie RPG system to... Oh yeah, powered by the apocalypse. Fucking great.
2: Also, it's got a great name.
1: Yeah.
2: All right. Well, that is Cable's uh, predictions. <laughs> um, choose to. Or not, or not. Say if you want to buy, <laughs> buy shares now? Sounds like. Sounds like now's the time. Good idea.
1: Buy shares. Yes.
2: They're probably not public. Also, don't take in- financial advice from podcasters. It, it's mm-hmm.
1: also an open gaming license you system. Hear me, listeners? Like. What?
2: Do not take financial advice from podcasters
1: any podcasters
2: probably
1: maybe
0: maybe the Uh,
2: planet money planet money the motley
0: fools maybe
2: right but those those are like actual economists yeah that's that's that's, that's, they're economists who happen to do podcasts
1: oh god i used to know someone who worked the motley fool (laughs) they were a big deal in the late 90s yeah they were i think he still might i don't know Hmm. um
0: uh, I do. I confirmed it because I know I texted you guys last week about this, but I did confirm next week we're going to have Lee on the show. Fantastic. Uh, she was on here for SheBrew. She, Brew. Mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. has the the barrel-aged honey. Uh, we all have an announcement that is going to be made next Tuesday mm-hmm. when she's on. She's pretty cool. <laughs> Sweet. I see what she did there. Unintended, but well done. Uh, yeah. And then, yes, again, Season of the Bruja, Homicidal Caracal. Thank you.
2: Yes, Season of the Bruja, Volume 1, out
0: now. I'm just saying Volume 1 to manifest other volumes. That's just what I call it now. Uh, That's
2: what I'm saying,
0: too? Yep. Right behind you. Buy it. Yeah, buy it all. Thank you. Uh,
2: And don't forget to go to Books with Pictures this Saturday?
0: Saturday, the 28th, from 3 to 5, I will be signing copies at Books with Pictures. Yeah, definitely. I'll be there. Yay! I'm not doing that again. With that, I'm Aaron Duran. I'm Peter Rita. And
1: I'm Cable Washington. And we
0: will talk to everybody next week. Bye-bye.